Okay, so there's one thing that if you do it enough with a man that whether you're dating right now, whether you're single and dating or whether you've been in a relationship for 20 years, there's one thing and if you do this one thing with a guy consistently enough, over time, what's going to end up happening is that he is going to lose all of his love for you. He's, your value will drop, plummet in his eyes. And if you're in a relationship with him, it'll actually rot the relationship from the inside out until he no longer is even interested in you and he doesn't want to be with you anymore. And so today we're going to be talking about this subject and if uh, we're going to be talking about exactly what this one thing is and then I'm going to tell you exactly what it looks like in a relationship. So hello, my name is Matthew Coast and welcome to Commitment Connection. If this is your first time here, make sure you subscribe and if you're really serious about getting into a relationship where you feel valued and seen and cherished as the woman that you are, then make sure you go to thegoddesscommunity.com and check out our uh, joining our community there for free. And so today I'm going to be talking about this one thing that will absolutely destroy a man's attraction for you, his love for you, and his interest in for you. And so what is that one thing? This one thing is acting like you don't deserve him. And so if you do this enough, it'll destroy any attraction that a man has for you. If you meet a guy and you act like this in front of him, he'll immediately lose any interest that he had for you. And so I'm going to tell you how this kind of manifests in some in your behavior and why it kind of manifests in your behavior if you if if you have a belief of this within yourself. And so if you're if you're here with us right now, make sure that you say hi in the chat and let us know where in the world you're watching this from because it's really cool to see all these people from all over the world watching our live streams. And so acting like you don't deserve him, which actually comes from a belief usually that you don't deserve him or that you don't deserve a great guy or you don't deserve a guy or that you're not lovable or that nobody wants you or something like that, right? There's a belief that you have, a thought that you have over and over and over that you've emotionalized that says that you don't really deserve what it is that you want or you don't deserve something good. And it's one of those things where if you have something like this, like it's, you're not alone. Like most people have something like this in some area of their life where they feel like they don't deserve what it is that they want and it ends up sabotaging everything that they, they want. One of the things that I talk about is this idea when we talk about framing, which is a, a big concept that I've talked about in a lot of different videos. And framing is this idea of like, it's like what goes around all of the interactions that you have. Well, you have 
outside external frames, which is your interactions and how things are, like what the meaning is behind the interactions, but you also have internal frames, which then dictate your external frames. And so if you have a belief inside yourself that says that you're not worthy, what you're going to start doing is you're going to sabotage things. You're going to start acting out and acting and behaving in ways that that exhibit that you don't deserve the things that you want. And people around you are going to start thinking that you don't deserve what you want because whoever is most certain about their frames and their belief systems are the people that pass those on. Right, And so it doesn't matter how much a guy likes you or how much a guy loves you or how much a guy thinks of you as amazing and beautiful and awesome and like you, you deserve love. If you don't believe it, eventually it's going to wear on him and destroy his beliefs as well. And so how does this manifest? How does this, how does this look to somebody else when you're interacting with them? How do you behave when you have a thought that you don't really deserve a guy or a good guy or you know the right guy or the guy that's in front of you how do you behave so one of the ways that you do this is chasing after him after he pulls back or he takes space for himself and so there's kind of this big kind of confusion thing in, in both the men and the women's dating side. This is actually a big problem with men as well, where women pull away. Like a lot of women don't know this because they just see from their own side where they're like, oh, men pull away all the time. Why are men always pulling away? When men, women actually do it too, it's a big problem that a lot of men have in the women's dating side. And so there's a lot of videos in the men's dating space asking why women pull away, right? So it's kind of interesting. But when, when a guy pulls away, you know, we there's a concept that I talk about and it's this thing called pacing, right? Mirroring his interest. And if he pulls away and he backs off and you really believe that you deserve somebody who treats you well and you, be, you believe that you deserve a great guy, what you're going to do is you're not going to you're not going to chase after him and try to fight him and try to force him to act a way that you think that he should act. What you're going to do is you're going to relax and you're going to lean back and you're going to find somebody that you know and that that you think is behaving well or you know that believes that you're valuable and you're going to chill out and relax and that's what a person who believes that they're high value would do because they aren't one they're not putting all of their eggs in one basket right they're not just there's one dude and and this is the only woman that the only guy that she's dating and so she's got all everything contingent on him liking her right so she's she's hanging out with other guys i'm i'm really trying to push this whole abundance thing <laughs> and, and, uh, on everybody because it's so so powerful and it's really really powerful but anyway the point is is that if you want his love and his desire to grow you have to give him some space and you have to pull back a little bit and if he pulls back you know let him pull back and just mirror his interest, his signs of interest, because that's what gives him room to breathe and allows the, his fire of desire to grow into a flame of love, right? That sounded actually pretty cool. Maybe I'll write that down and, and quote myself on that, <laughs> that later. I've been looking for quotes. I've been looking for quotes to 
to put out there. Anyway, all right. So the second <laughs> the second way that uh, a lot of women will manifest this way, this idea of acting like they don't deserve a guy is constantly calling, texting, messaging him, trying to be connected to him all the time, day and night, getting upset when you're not and when you haven't talked in a day or two, right? And uh, a lot of women don't realize and, and it, it, it's one of those things where this might not actually be you feeling like you don't deserve a good guy, uh, but it might be something where you don't understand that this is normal communication behavior for a lot of people. And so what ends up happening, whether you uh, are acting this way because you feel like you don't deserve a guy or whether you're acting this way because you don't know that that's like most people have kind of time between kind of communications, days sometimes between communications, especially in the beginning dating phases, this can put a guy off because it seems like, it feels like you're kind of coming from the space of desperation, the space of neediness, and the space of feeling like you don't deserve it, so you have to do something in order to make it happen, right? Which is the flip side where we, we do get a lot of women in our community who do this, where they kind of grasp on and they feel like they have to be doing something all the time in order to make a guy feel a certain way, which is this kind of like trick. It's this counterintuitive thing where that actually pushes him further away rather than making him feel closer to you. And so, yeah, all it does is, is it just tells him that you're needy, desperate, and that he has to act a certain way for you to feel good about yourself. And that just makes him want to pull away even further. And so just chill out. You know, we talked about pacing, you know, pull back a little bit relax, you know, have other things going on in your life. I talk a lot about that. That's kind of the lifestyle component that we talk about here. The next one is is doing all the work, planning all the dates, what you're going to do, sucking up all of his time with your own plans and 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 becoming basically the the lifestyle planner of his life, right? Or the the event planner of his life where you're doing everything and the reason that you're doing everything uh, it could be a couple different things you know it could be that it, and it doesn't matter you know one of the things that the point of a lot of this is is that it doesn't matter whether you are doing this because you're coming from a place of neediness and feeling like you're not deserving or whether you're doing it because you know you watched your mom do it with you know, you and the other kids and your mom was a single mom and so she was doing this all the time and you started doing it or whether you're doing it because, you know, you, you, that's one of the ways that you show love or whatever, right? When you do this, it makes him, you know, it makes him kind of lean back and it makes him feel like, you know, he's not invested in the relationship at all and you're doing all this work and you're, you know, getting exhausted doing all this stuff and it kind of makes him feel like, you, you know, it, he, he doesn't even like know what's going on anymore. It's like you're doing all the work and he's like just hanging out like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on here. Am I in a relationship? You know, she's, she's doing everything and not, I'm not involved at all, you know, and, and the best thing to do in a situation like that, if you're in kind of a situation like that is to, is to just relax and pull back 
you know, and we gotta keep talking about pulling back, lean back a little bit and chill out because it, it'll show you a lot about what's going on with him. And if you've been doing this for a really, really long time, it might be a little bit confusing for him, but you want him to be investing in the relationship as well. And so if you're doing everything, right, what's gonna end up happening is he's, he's gonna feel like he's not even really a part of it and he can kind of leave whenever he wants to and there's no kind of real investment in being in the relationship, which is, is it's actually kind of a psychological principle that uh, we have where if you feel like if you're not doing anything and you're not a part of something it's easy for you to walk away from it but the more active and involved you are in something the more you're going to feel like you're like really invested in this thing right which is why the whole idea of leaning back and letting a guy pursue and letting a guy invest is so important because the more he invested he is the more he's going to feel like he doesn't want to let you go and the more he's going to feel like he really values you right and so you don't want to you don't want to be the person that's doing everything because you're going to feel like you really value him and you're really invested in it and he's going to feel like he doesn't really value you all that much and he's not that invested in it and it's it's it really seems kind of counterintuitive because it's like oh i'm doing all this right he must appreciate it well he's not going to appreciate it for a, a multitude of different reasons and one of them has to do with the whole scarcity thing that i've talked about in some of the other videos if you get what i'm talking about here let me know just say hey i get it i get it in the chat and if you don't get it if you don't get what I'm talking about, just ask a question. Ask me what, what it is that you don't get about what we're talking about. What are you confused about? The next one, the next part of what kind of, you know, acting like you don't deserve him is constantly trying to see where you stand with a guy, what you mean to him, whether he thinks your boyfriend, girlfriend or not, asking him where this is all going, forcing him and locking him down into a relationship or commitment or marriage before he's ready. And so it, it, I don't want you to get confused with making sure that you're getting yourself into a good situation, which is like, hey, I'm not going to sleep with him without knowing whether we're going to be exclusive or whether he's interested in a relationship. What I'm talking about is trying to get him to be exclusive and getting him to be in a relationship, which is a vastly different thing, right? One is communicating what your needs are, setting a boundary and saying, hey, I'm not doing any more here unless I'm getting what it is that my needs fulfilled and the other one is trying to force something to happen so that you can so that you can have a uh, re result that you want to have even though trying to force it is actually more likely to make things blow up and for him to pull away and for him to not want it um, but that's a that's a whole I, I, I actually talk about this in in detail in my new program the forever woman if you're interested in that just go to thegoddesscommunity.com and sign up there. You can get it for free right now. I'm giving it away for free. Not sure how long I'm going to do that, so you should go check it out. Thegoddesscommunity.com. Go check it out. Join our community there for free. Get the Forever Woman program. All right. The next one is trying to force a relationship to work when he's on the fence about you or isn't that into you. 
And so this is this is going back to the thing that we were just talking about with the whole force thing, which is a big topic, right? It's it's this idea of force versus power, right? You're trying to make something happen. And anytime that you're trying to make something happen, what it indicates to another person is that there's something off about it, right? And when it comes to relationships, the the power, the monogamy, the uh, like the love, all the stuff that you want, all the good things, him valuing you, that comes from a space of him choosing, right? That comes from a space of power. That comes from a space of letting him make that choice that he wants you and that he loves you and that he wants to do these for things for, for you. And you can kind of guide him along with some of your language, but when you're trying to force him to do anything, whether you're trying to make a relationship work or you're trying to, you know, get him to be exclusive or, you know, and this happens a lot, especially in friend with benefits, casual type relationships where they're trying to force something to happen instead of allowing him to choose it, right? Which is a much, much more powerful way to do it. Then it's it's just gonna he's it's just gonna destroy your value in his eyes. It's gonna make him realize, make him think in his mind that that you don't really believe that you deserve it, which is why you have to force it. Because if you did believe that you deserved it, you wouldn't you wouldn't be trying to force it. You wouldn't be trying to force it. You'd be finding a guy who choose who chose it, right? And you wouldn't be getting into situations where you weren't getting your needs met and you weren't getting your needs fulfilled from the beginning. All right, so the next one is trying to convince a man that you're right for each other and that... So trying to convince a man that you're right for each other, that you're a good match, that he should pick you, or that you're exactly what he's looking for. And so if... You are trying to convince a man, and, and I get this all the time, right? Like this usually happens when a woman isn't getting her needs met, right? A guy's not pushing things forward. He's not moving things forward. A lot of times what will happen is a woman will start trying to convince a guy that they're good for each other. Or if he's, he doesn't want to be exclusive, she'll start, you know, counting all the ways that they're good for each other if he if he breaks up with her she, you know and they meet up again as friends she'll start talking about all the things that you know the reasons why they're good for each other and they're perfect for each other and we're such a great match and you should pick me because we're you, I, like there's no other woman that'll treat you as well as I will right and all these things of like trying to convince a guy and that just makes him feel like you're not <laughs> like you're not the right person for him and so it, it just comes off as really needy behavior and it shows that you don't get men and that you don't get relationships and that he's just too good for you and so you need to prove to him that you're worthy of his time, his tension, and his love and, and really this only – it just turns guys off. It just turns them off, right? Because he doesn't – he doesn't – it doesn't make him think, right? Like a, a lot of women are like, oh, well, men think – you know, logically, and more men are more logical. They're the more logical, you know, of the sexes, right? And men don't make decisions based on logic, right? It might seem like they make decisions based on logic, and there might be more logic that goes into decisions 
opposed to being, you know, just feeling stuff out and stuff like a lot of women sometimes do. But guys make decisions based on how they feel, right? And if he feels a certain way, and I'm going to do a live stream on this uh, maybe next week, where if a guy feels a certain way about you, then he's going to he's going to move things forward. He's going to push things forward. He's going to fall in love with you. He's going to do all the things that you want him to do because he he feels it, right? And he feels like it's the right thing to do. Like guys don't buy nice cars because you know, nice cars are logic logical things to have, right? Guys buy nice cars for a lot of different reasons. One of them is because they feel good. They want to feel like they're important. They want to impress women. They want to do all kinds of things, right? And so that's why that's why men do things, just because of their emotions. The next one is trying to get him to show emotions by accusing him of misbehaving, creating drama, or acting up. And <laughs> a lot of women a lot of women do this because they know that uh, a lot of guys care, right? And and they they but there's they they want they want to sorry that they want to know that a guy cares right and but there's better ways to know that he cares and that's through his actions and how he's behaving right and and if he's doing things or he's not doing things that you think that he needs to be doing you you shouldn't be trying to force him and you shouldn't be shaming him and you shouldn't be doing all those kinds of things i mean you can if you want to but that's not going to get you the result that you want Right? And sometimes I'll talk to women about this and they're like, oh, I can't believe you'd say that I shouldn't shame him you know, because you know, he misbehaves, so I'm going to shame him. And it's like, okay, go ahead, you know, but see where that gets you. <laughs> and it's you know, short term, it might get you what you want because the guy's going to be like, okay, just shut up. I'm going to do whatever you want me to do. But long term, it doesn't work, right? Trying to force – this is back to the whole forcing thing, forcing guys to do things. You're, you're far more likely to sabotage your situation than you are to help it. Next one is being jealous of him seeing – like hanging out with other women or seeing other women or going on dates with other women when you're not exclusive, uh, asking him a bunch of questions, trying to find out whether he's dating other women or not or accusing him of dating other women when you don't know whether he's dating other women or not, right? And sometimes this could be an intuition thing that happens and he is dating other women. And again, we're, we're talking about whether, you know, if you're not exclusive with a guy and we keep getting this, like there's these women in our community that keep asking these questions where they're like, oh, you know, I've been seeing this guy and he's been doing all these different things, you know, and that to me indicates that we're exclusive or in a relationship or this is something more but I started asking him questions about it because I'm not really sure whether he you know is seeing other women or not and I don't think he should be seeing other women and it's like if you guys haven't talked about this like get it, like this is so so vitally important if you haven't talked about it just assume that he is if you haven't talked about being in a relationship Assume that you're not. If you haven't talked about being exclusive, assume, assume that you're not. And assume that he's seeing other people. And so you have to make sure that you're putting yourself in good situations from the very beginning. And, and most women don't re usually come to me because they're in great situations and things are going really well. Which is why I think it's so important that you have a system that you go through that helps make sure that you get into good situations 
from from now on, right? And from wherever you are to wherever you want to be, which is why I put together the Forever Woman pitch. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so obviously if you're in an exclusive relationship, your man shouldn't be seeing other women, right? And if you're not in an exclusive relationship, it's really none of your business. Just like it's none of his business whether you're seeing other people or not. And, and again, you shouldn't ignore red flags. And if you're exclusive, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't put up with him seeing other people ever, right? And if he does it once and you guys are exclusive and he lies to you and he starts seeing other people, just assume that he's going to do it again in the future. And he's going to keep doing it again and again and again, because he's probably not going to change that behavior, especially if you're forgiving him and then getting back into a relationship with him. You have to cut things off. You got to. You got to cut things off. So, and regardless of whether you're exclusive or not, you can't control his behaviors. That's going back to the whole force thing. If you're exclusive and you catch him seeing other people, the correct response is to break up with him. It's not to attack him. It's to break up with him because you're a valuable woman and you don't have time for this petty nonsense and you're not so petty to attack and put up with a guy seeing other women when you're exclusive. So the next one and the last one, <laughs> you're, I, I don't know, is this, does this seem like it's running on long here? Talking about how you ruin things with men, destroy your relationships, sabotage your dates, men don't like you or something about, or something about you and men only want sex with you etc 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 right if you go out on dates and women do this all the time right because a lot of women they feel like they need to kind of like continue connecting with a man especially if he's not talking and a lot of times guys won't talk and so she'll just start talking about stuff and then she'll start like airing all of her baggage like this happens on dates if you never gone out on a date with a girl before she tried going out on dates with women because it's really interesting and <laughs> the, so a lot of times what women will do is they'll just start talking about like things that are going on in their relationships, other relationships they've had, what's going on in their dating life. And a lot of times they'll start talking about how they destroy their relationships and how they ruin everything with men. And, and if you find that you, you think this way or that you believe this or this is the truth of your situation – what you need to do is fix that. <laughs> you need to fix that before you start going out and sabotaging more relationships because it's a pattern that you have to break and get through instead of just continuing on. So if it, basically what it does when you do this and when you start telling guys this, if a guy's young or immature or really not thinking about things, he might put up with it, especially if he thinks that you're really pretty. He, he'll, he might put up with it. But if a guy's kind of figured things out and he's been on some dates and he's dated a few people in his life, what it ends up being is just this giant red flag to him where he's like, oh, she sabotages all of her dates. She destroys all of her relationships. She does all that. She's going to do the same thing with me, right? Because most people live in patterns, right? Which is why I was talking about that guy. If a guy's if you're exclusive with a guy and he starts seeing other people and you catch him, he's going to continue doing that because it's a pattern. It's a pattern with him. He wouldn't do it if it wasn't a pattern. And so th these are also patterns that men will see. Okay, and so if that was it, that was it. So again, 
We're talking about the number one thing that will destroy a relationship and destroy a man's attraction, and it's acting like you don't deserve him. And so I'm going to go over all of them again real quick. And if you have a question for me, if you want to ask a question about anything, just throw it in the chat, and I will be going over the questions here in a minute. And so, uh, and and before we we move on, if you're really serious about getting into a relationship where you're valued and you're loved and you're seen as an amazing woman that you want to be valued and loved and seen as, make sure you go to thegoddesscommunity.com and check out joining our community there for free and also getting a copy of The Forever Woman for free for joining our community as well. So that's it. And so again, acting like you don't deserve him, chasing him, chasing after him when he pulls back or takes space for himself, constantly calling, texting and messaging him, trying to be connected to him all the time, day and night and getting upset when you're not or when you haven't talked in a day or two, doing all the work, planning all the dates, what you'll do, sucking up all of his time and his plans with your own plans, excuse me, constantly trying to see where you stand with a guy, what you mean to him, whether he thinks you're boyfriend, girlfriend yet, asking him where this is going, forcing him and locking him down into a relationship or commitment or marriage before he's ready. Trying to force a relationship to work when he's on the fence about you or isn't that into you. Trying to convince a man that you're right for each other, that you're a good match, that he should pick you or that you're exactly what he's looking for. Oh God, this stuff is horrible. Trying to get him to show emotions by accusing him of misbehaving, creating drama or acting up, being jealous of him, seeing other women, asking him a bunch of questions, trying to find out if he's dating other women or accusing him of dating other women. Again, don't ignore red flags. And if you're exclusive, you know, make sure that you're, you know, if he, if you do suspect this kind of stuff that you don't put up with it and that you find out the truth before you, you know, before you start attacking or, or leaving, which is what you should do if you find out that he is seeing other people when you're exclusive. Talking about how you ruin things with men, destroying your own relationships, sabotaging your dates, men don't like you or something about you, men only want sex with you, etc., 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 right? You're, when you talk to a guy about those things, basically you're teaching him about how, one, how to treat you, and two, what happens when you're in relationships. And so, yeah. That's that. Let's go. Hello, 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 everyone. What do we have? UK. Ooh, Melissa's from Colorado. I'm from Colorado. Donna says, what is he really is too good for me, but he's still interested in me. You need to rethink that, Donna. Like, seriously, what if he's too good for me, but he's still interested in me? What you need to do is reframe your thought process around that. Start, you know, like, really, I mean, think about it. So, so our thoughts create our world, right? And if you think that he's too good for you, you know, like you're going to start experiencing that and you're going to witness it and eventually you're going to end up driving him away. And so what you need to do is you need to reframe your mind. You need to change your thoughts. And the fastest way to do that is to start creating doubt, right? Create doubt within yourself about this belief, right? So create doubt. You know, maybe it's you just question it. Question your, your belief, 
right? If your belief is he's too good for me, you know, question that, you know, ha ha maybe he's not too good for you. Like, you know, what evidence do you have that he, you know, that, that you're perfect for each other or that, you know, you're too good for him or that, you know, he's exactly right for you. You know, what, uh, what evidence do you have that, that says that it's, he isn't too good for you, right? Just look at it from a, a couple of different standpoints and try to create doubt around it and then find the belief that you do want to have, which is, you know, some, probably something like, you know, you're good enough, you're good enough or you deserve to have a great man in your life or you deserve to have a man of this quality in your life and then find evidence of that, right? Like how do you know, how would you know if he, you were good for each other, if you deserved a man like him, how would you know that? You know, like what, what evidence would you find that shows you that you do deserve a great man to have a great man in your life? And that's what you wanna think about. And you wanna emotionalize the positive thought because it's really it's all about what <laughs> angel says wait wait what happened to keep it simple silly <laughs> am i am i am i complicating things here this is framing and this framing and lighting looks good. i'm in romania right now and i'm like on a can I'm on a phone. This is my phone. I'm in Romania. I'm on a phone. This is the light here. This is all that I have going on. I'm I'm in an Airbnb right now in Romania, and I may or may not be a vampire. Don't tell anybody. May or may not be a vampire now, because I'm in Romania. Okay, so Sharon says I start voicing out my feelings. Bold and beautiful says thanks. I needed this today. Melissa says, yeah, I made that mistake with this last guy. Angel says, wait, what? Don't chase him? Every person on this planet likes, if not feeling wanted by somebody. Yeah, there's a big difference between chasing somebody and making somebody feel wanted. It's a huge, huge difference. One is kind of a movement forward, and the other one is an invitation, right? And an acknowledgement and right because like if you're there's the, those are two completely different things i don't know why you think that they're the same thing they're not even remotely the same chasing somebody and making feel somebody feel wanted or loved is totally different totally different sharon says funny matthew he disappeared so i guess that means he needs time See, Plunk says, but I want to chase him. Don't do it. Don't do it. Kaya says, stop treating men like babies. Not sure why you would treat men like babies. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't treat men like babies. Don't do that. Donna says, kind of reverse psychology. Okay. Angel says, I feel every woman is beautiful in their own way, both physically, emotionally, and mentally. Not seeking confirmation is nonsense. We seek confirmation from nearly everyone. Nothing wrong with it. Okay. I'm not sure what you're referring to when you're talking about that. KS says, exactly. I agree. Men need to make dates. Thank you. You're welcome. LaRocca says, oh my God. Wow. Thank you. 
Angel says, men do make dates who ask who out or approaches. Men, majority of the time, approach women. Give us credit. Yeah, of course. Men, the majority of the time, approach women. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's how it should be. That's how it works. That, that's how things work. KS says, don't be sensitive. Angel says, I don't see women approaching men and asking for their number, right? Uh, no, I, I mean, it does happen. Definitely does happen. And, you know, you're just talking about the very initial kind of part of the dating process. Bliss says, I was texting and talking on the phone with three guys and went out with one of them. It, w it is so tiring to entertain three men at the same time. I cannot keep up with three men. So I got rid of them. Well, all of them? You got rid of all of them? Angel says, what then? Who is it? What happened to 100, 100 on both ends? I don't know what you're talking about. See, Plunk says, my guy says he really cares about me but has been hurt so he doesn't want a relationship. Why can't we just do what we are doing? He says, why do we need to label? Well, I mean, if, if you want a label, you need to rethink what's going on completely with this guy, right? And a lot of guys have been hurt, just like a lot of women have been hurt. And you need to find that out. Like, this is something, this is something like, and, and I know, like, once you, you're in this, you know, I don't know how long you guys have been seeing each other, C-Plunk, but it's, it's probably been a while, right, if you're saying my guy. And which means that, you know, you're in... Um, you're you're in a space of of uh, trying to fix something, right? It's trying to fix something that's already gone wrong, which is not the place to be. My suggestion that you do what I talk about in the Forever Woman program. Lisa says we have been moving super slow, which is a good change for me, but he is a horrible communicator. Kelly says, just found out after giving him space, he was seeing someone else the whole time. So what's up with that? Yeah, what is up with that? So, you know, it's one of those things I keep getting these women who are like, oh, I gave him some space and then he, you know, cheated on me. Guys don't cheat on you when you give them space. Guys cheat on you because they have no integrity. So this man that you're seeing, either one, he has no integrity, or two, you guys haven't talked about exclusivity, and he's just doing whatever he's doing, right? And a lot of women do this as well, and so it's not a, you know, if you guys haven't talked about being exclusive, and you're giving him space, and then you're like, oh my god, he's seeing other people, it's like, yeah, of course, you know, you guys haven't talked about being exclusive, which is why it's so vitally important to talk about it. If you haven't talked about exclusivity, you're not exclusive. If you haven't talked about being in a relationship, you're not in a relationship. That's it. It's as simple as that. Everybody everybody should know this. It's so important. It's like one of the most important, vital, basic things that you need to know about. And this goes for men and women. If you're a man, 
and you haven't talked about exclusivity, you're not exclusive, right? And this this happens on both sides, and it's really really frustrating. But you got to talk about it. You have to. You can't avoid the conversation. Be like, oh well, he treats me so nice and sweet, and so he must be exclusive, and we must be boyfriend girlfriend. Don't don't assume that. Don't assume that. Bold and beautiful says my Joel is a hor is a horrible in communication. I hate that. I'm quitting this relationship. I can't force someone to talk to me. Albright says he was never that into you. Angel says if a guy isn't into a woman, something is missing. Communication is key. If you don't ask, you won't get an answer. Camilla says woohoo! Oh yeah, yeah, thanks. Can a woman be the one to ask a man out? Yeah, a woman can be the one to ask a man out. The reason that we don't suggest it most of the time is because most women, when they're trying to do these things, most of the women that come to us who are trying to do these things, they're like, oh, should I be asking a man out? And the reason we say no is because it, it uh, most of the time they're coming from a bad space, right? They're coming from a space of trying to make something happen. Could you ask a guy out? and it go really, really well and you end up getting into a great relationship and everything goes great? Absolutely, absolutely. And I don't see any problem with doing that as long as you're coming from a confident space and you're coming from a space of wholeness and security and strength. If you're coming from a space of neediness and trying to make something happen and you know expectations and if he doesn't do what I ask him to do, then it's gonna destroy my world, then you need to rethink your world and then come back to it, right? And see if you want to do it then. I know you want to make him, want him to make effort, but are there exceptions? Yeah, the exception is creating an invitation, right? So just because you ask a man out or something doesn't mean that you're doing all the work, right? I mean, you could be doing all the work and you could be not doing all the work. And the question is, which one is it? Right? If you're if you're doing everything, if you ask a guy out and you're doing everything, then it can end up being really bad. But if if you ask a guy out and you're giving him an an invitation to start putting in some effort and doing stuff and to start pursuing and chasing you, then that can be a really good thing, right? Because he's going to start doing all those things and then he's going to be invested and then he's going to feel like it's great. And he's going to feel like he wants to stay with you and get into a committed relationship, assuming that you do, you know, all the things that we've been talking about in these live streams and in my program. So Lawrence says, my boyfriend taking forever to do any house project. How can I talk to him without he felt I am pushing or not appreciating him? Well, one of the things that you can do is you can do what I call framing. And so I talk a lot about framing in my Love Frames toolkit and some of the videos that we've done before. And basically framing is where you talk about things that you like, you talk about things that turn you on, you talk about things that make you feel womanly or appreciated, you talk about things that make you feel loved, right? And you do these in, not in a manipulative way where you're like, you know, I like a man who 
you know, does all the housework when I tell him to do the housework, you know, but in a loving way and uh, especially in a way when he's done something, right? And you're like, oh man, it's so... It's so hot when you like when I you know you catch him right you're he's like taking out the trash and you're just like you're like oh man I feel so like uh, you know it just, like I know this is gonna sound so weird to you but it just like it's such a turn on seeing you you know do things like that for me and and for us and for this household like it's just I don't know there's something that I just love about it and it's just so hot you know and and you you can talk about things in that way. Right, and if you frame things enough in those kinds of ways, it, it'll eventually either one he'll start. If you're not doing it in a manipulative way, right? If you're not doing it in a way where you're like, you know, obviously coming in and the only time you ever appreciate him and you know tell him that you find him attractive and that you tell him you know uh, things that you like about what he is or what he's doing. If you're just doing it in times where it's clear and obvious that you're trying to manipulate him into doing things, he's he's going to feel like you're manipulating him, right? But if you're doing it a lot and you're doing it all the time, right? And you're doing it in different senses, not all the time, but like uh, enough where it's in, in various different situations where he's doing things and you're appreciating him, you're appreciating him for being a man, you're appreciating him for the things that he does, you're you're telling him that, you know, things that he does turns you on or that you like it or it makes you feel loved or it makes you feel womanly and you're doing it in a variety of different situations that's a part of how you communicate with him, then it can be a really powerful thing because you'll start kind of taking note of the different times when you say that, right? And he'll be like, oh yeah, you know, she like really liked that. I don't, you know, I don't know. I just know that she likes it when I do this or when I do that. And, and he'll start doing it more and more and more, you know, if, if you're doing that on top of the other things that we talk about in the program, if you're doing it and you're still being needy and you're doing all these things where you're kind of pushing him away, then he's not going to want to do it, right? Because he's going to be like, oh, it's going to start feeling like a chore to him and annoying to him that that you want him to do these things or that he has to do these things. But if, if you're leaning back and you're creating tr attraction and you're allowing the the flame to grow, you know, all the things that we talk about, then what's going to happen is he's going to be attracted to that and he's going to want to do that and he's going to feel it's going to be his choice. It's going to be coming from a place of him choosing to do these things for you because he wants you to feel great. He wants you to appreciate him. He wants you to love him more. He wants to please you, right? And that's the space that he needs to be coming from when he's doing those things. Not maybe I just like went off on a rant there about all that, but uh, that's how you do it. Is is one you do what we talk about in all this stuff that we've been talking about, not just in this video, but some of the other ones. And two, you use framing and you set up frames to talk about how attractive it is when he does that kind of stuff and how uh, how much you appreciate it and how much. It feels it makes you feel like you're being taken care of and loved when he does things like that, right? It's it's a love language. It's a acts of service love language, and so you can talk about it in terms of that. So Bree says it's hard right now because he was so passionately working hard to make us work. I've never seen a guy put so much of his heart and soul into pursuing me and making us work. Now work is over us. 
Angel says, if he doesn't start a house project, get a handyman to do it when he is home. The competitive nature. Eh, maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe not. He might feel like you're replacing him. <laughs> like, that. It, it could. It could. You know, some guys do have that kind of competitive nature. And when you're like, hey, it's okay. I'll do it myself or I'll get somebody else to do it. For some guys, that kicks in. For some guys, it makes them go, okay, whatever, cool, great, finally, you know, you hired a handyman, now I don't have to do it, right? And so you might want to, you might want to think about that. You might want to think about that. It might not, that might backfire in your face. That might backfire. Kelly says, thank you, I am now looking for, I'm looking to the future. Awesome. Jackie says, my boyfriend does not communicate well either. It is very frustrating, but Matthew is a genius. <laughs> Thanks. I have done the layback thing you talk about. It is a great idea. He is more in love with me. Yeah, and that's what will happen. You need to allow that fire to grow, you know, that, that flame to grow. And that's what leaning back is about. It's about relaxing, allowing the oxygen to come into the fire, and allowing the fire of love to grow. And, and it'll happen. It'll happen if you do it. If you do it the right way. If you do it too much, the fire might get out of control and burn your house down. But <laughs> you, And you don't want that. But you do want to kind of lean back a bit. So Sharon says, yeah, I've done it when I really like a guy. I move mountains. Uh, Rose says, go Stephanie. These are the best. Love Matthew and all his videos. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Camila says, of course every woman should try to convince him with tangible arguments such as I get along with your mom. <laughs> also doing a compatibility horoscope and showing him that will make him prefer. <laughs> I, I hope that's sarcasm because that's how I'm reading it. <laughs> Jackie says, definitely give this a shot, ladies. It works. Yep. Angel says, we buy cars because they look nice. Pfft, get out of here. Get out of here. Oh, yeah, they look... I really... You know you know what looks nice? You know, lots of things look nice, man. Nobody buys cars because they look nice. I mean, yeah, so it looks nice. There's a lot of things that look nice that don't cost, you know, 60, 70, 80, $100,000. <laughs> you can get... I buy cars because they look nice. Get out of here, man. Get, Just get out. Just get out of here. All right, Stephanie says, uh, if that was for me, th thank you. Okay, so Lisa says, he's pulled so far back. I don't think it has anything to do with me, but it both sucks and blows. Helena's here. Hey, Helena, thanks for watching. Love you, Helena. I think you're amazing. Thank you for watching my live stream. Camila says, in reality, all one can do is to imagine how you yourself would respond to this and that. We chicks want scarcity too. We don't feel, we don't like feeling pressured either. Yes, it's true. It's true. Donna says, what if he does something wrong, but he gets defensive about doing something wrong? 
what if he does well it depends on what you mean by doing something wrong and what are you doing that he's getting defensive about doing something wrong Stephanie says forcing guys laugh out loud I gave up trying to get my stepfather to do what I wanted as soon as I was like okay forget it I don't care he was all about it and did it quickly yeah Sharon, so far you're re reading my mind. Everything I want to ask you, bring up. <laughs> Kelly says, FYI, had several talks with my guy as he still lives next door from me. He has lied to me and yet refuses to stop engaging me in conversation, so I stonewall him instead. Yeah, I mean, if you, you know, one, you're talking about, you just said, my guy, right? My guy. And then you're like, he lied to me and he refuses to stop engaging me in conversation. And so it's like, one, you're talking about your guy. So it sounds to me like you aren't over this guy. Two, he's engaging you in conversation. It sounds like you're engaging in his conversations that he's having with you. Otherwise, you wouldn't even, you wouldn't, it wouldn't even be a, a topic. So stonewall him. I mean, if you're trying to get rid of the guy, then yeah. And, and also, don't get involved with guys that live next door to you. <laughs> don't do it. There's plenty of guys out there. Don't get involved in guys who live next door. Ivana says, in long-distance relationship, we were, chatted six months, spent two months together. After he blocked me and unblocked me three times, we didn't speak since May. What should I do? So he's blocked you and unblocked you? I mean... Are you are you still trying to be with this guy? Deidre says, I am told my confidence scares men away. Maybe. Maybe weak men. Weak men. Weak, pathetic men. Might scare weak, pathetic men away. But it's probably not your confidence that scares men away probably something else if you're scaring men away it's unlikely your confidence and it's probably something else unless every guy that you meet meet is just a weak wimpy dude i mean i guess it's possible roach says jeanette says hi matt watching from virginia beach thank you i used to live in virginia beach think the relationship i have has to go he's not available immature and just used me but will be okay. 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 Well, I hope that you are okay. Ivana says he was really nice when we were together. Maybe he missed me, and that's why he blocked me and unblocked me three times. Yeah, I mean, if a guy blocks you, it's because he feels something for you, right? He feels something strong for you, and he's like, I don't want to. I don't want to look at this person. I don't want to think about this person. I don't want to have to deal with this person. I don't want to see this person's messages. I don't want to see anything from this person at all. So I'm just going to block them and not have to think about them for a while, right? Until I get whatever I have, until I'm over them or whatever. That's usually why people block people. Depends on what you mean. So Angie... Angela says overly confident is awful too, I think. Eh, it depends on what you mean by overly confident. My phone is about to die here. 
unfortunately. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to cut off this live stream here pretty soon. Wow, there are lots and lots of comments here. Oh my god. There are so many comments. <laughs> this is great. I love it. I love it. Maybe I should just start doing question and answers. Um, Melissa says, I've been on three dates with a guy I like, but haven't seen him in two months. We text, but I start seeing them all. He says he misses me, but I should let go. Okay. Angela says, how long is too long for a guy to make a decision and move ahead? Depends on what kind of decision you're talking about. Are you talking about like a decision about being in a relationship with you? And this is something I've talked about before. I'm just going to assume it's that since I don't see any other kind of message about what you're saying here, Angela. If you're talking about a guy making a decision about being in a relationship and moving things forward in a relationship the longest that you should be in a relationship without knowing where it's going the longest the absolute longest is is six months after the six month period if you've been with a guy and he tells you he doesn't know or he doesn't he's confused or whatever you should walk away that is the longest period of time that you should be in a situation where you don't know where the relationship's going. After six months, he knows. He knows where it's going. And so I hope that's what your question was. <laughs> I hope that's what your question was. That's what I read it as. Stephanie says, cheating is just hard to prove though. You can be lied to and strung along forever. I'd weigh the evidence and not have to have absolute proof they are sneaky it's true cheating can be very difficult to prove and at the same time what can also happen especially if you've been cheated on before is you can start kind of like looking for things that don't exist and start making things into things that don't exist and start believing that cheating is going on when it's not actually going on and that can actually end up destroying and ruining things that are really great for you because you think that cheating's going on and it's really not. And so it's it's usually better to start getting outside perspectives on it and get a couple of them just have the evidence and be like, "Hey, what do you think about this?" right? And and my suggestion is that you don't ask your friends because your friends a lot of times especially if they're single friends probably want you to be single as well and so they might ruin things with you and be like oh yeah that's totally evidence yeah you know whereas if you talk to somebody that might be in a relationship or talk to a few people that might be in relationships or talk to a dating coach or talk to our community our support community if you go to thegoddesscommunity.com and join our community there and talk to our support community they will and and you ask them that's a better place to kind of ask about stuff like that to find out like what's actually going on and what's not. Donna says, what do you do if he flaunts himself around when he's in a relationship with me? What do you mean by flaunts himself around? I have no idea what that means. Like he dances around? 
He like walks around flaunting himself. <laughs> he he flaunts himself. Deidre says, if you feel they are cheating in your gut, they are. Yeah, I mean, definitely look at your intuition and make sure that you're not doing it because you think that because you've been cheated on and so you're just really, really skeptical of everybody. LaRocca says, how soon can a man say I love you and mean it? Well, so there's kind of these two different kind of phases of like love kind of feels that guys have. One is kind of like this instant thing, right? Which is not actually love. It's more of like a biological response that a guy has, but for a guy, it feels like love. <laughs> it feels it feels like love because you are just obsessed and you are just lust-filled and you're thinking about what kind of babies you're going to be having with this girl, right? And you're thinking about what their names are going to be and you're thinking about hooking up with each other and having her meet your parents and all that kind of stuff. And from a guy's standpoint, this can happen pretty immediately, right? And what ends up happening is... There's this secondary love that comes in and it's it's hard to kind of put a time frame on it, but it's something that has to build and grow and it's something that's based on emotional connection. And so if you don't have that there, then it's not like real long-term love, but it's one of the things that I talk about, right? And, and it's it's that fire, it's that flame that has to be built. And so when you first meet him, he, you know, if he's like totally got that biological drive thing going on where he's just like oh my god I'm so in love with her right and he's like telling you he loves you and he's gonna fly around the world and he wants you to meet his parents and you know he's ready to meet your parents and you know he's telling you that he loves you and he wants to put a ring on your finger and all that kind of stuff that's not love that's a biological drive and so it, like it, it's hard to say how much time but it, it's probably not gonna happen in the first month <laughs> you know like you gotta uh, you know unless you guys are just at each other's hip all the time and spending lots of time together and connecting on deep emotional ways and you're allowing that kind of love to build but it's it's kind of it's difficult to see right it's difficult to kind of like see the differences uh, I did a live stream a little bit ago a couple weeks ago it's called like uh, I, I it's called something like uh, a certain number of things that a guy will do only if he's really in love with you. You should go check out that video and watch that and just pay attention to the signs about whether a guy actually really loves you and you know, kind of look at that kind of stuff. And, and maybe I'll do a, a live stream here on what the differences are between kind of that primal drive, lust kind of thing and actual deep love because it's, it's a pretty important topic. I think, uh, to a lot of women that are here. Okay, so um, it looks like we have run out of time, so I've got to go here. Thank you, everybody, for being here with us. Uh, sorry I didn't get to everybody's questions here there's so many of them <laughs> there's just so many questions thank you for being here i really appreciate it thank you so much and um you know i'll be doing another live stream here next week maybe this weekend again i don't know we'll see like i said i'm in romania right now 
and I'm hanging out with some friends of mine and we're doing some cool stuff and so um, uh, you know I uh, this whole thing, everything that we're doing here is really about empowering you and helping you and helping you kind of navigate the world of love and relationships and dating because dating has really gotten difficult for a lot of people and I want to make sure that you have a system and a plan that allows you to empower yourself, that gives you choice, that gives you the ability to get into a relationship where you feel valued and seen and loved by a great, awesome, high quality man. And uh, so that, that's what we're all doing here. And if you're really serious about getting into an awesome relationship, make sure that you go and check out thegoddesscommunity.com and consider joining our community there for free. It's called thegoddesscommunity.com. Just go check that out. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your journey. Thank you so much for... Uh, for being with me on this and I will speak with you again soon.